You're good. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's on there. I don't, I don't think at least. I, I uh, it might have gone on there. It might have gone on there. Hello, and welcome to Loud Dispatch. Oh, um, hello. We, uh, we got some new things going on this week here. Um, and this week, we actually are getting a little high tech here. Um, and uh, we are going to do some interesting things. Uh, first and foremost, though, I would like to thank our sponsors. It's not beer. Um, to timed obsolescence. Um, planned obsolescence is a thing. Yeah, uh, planned obsolescence. Uh, so basically, how it works is is Mark and I uh, invested in this board so that we could run microphones, multiple microphones. We're 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 new to this podcast thing and this video <laughs> thing, uh, but we're not. Um, long story short, uh, we needed an auxiliary cable in eighth inch to eighth inch, and <laughs> like auxiliary cables used to be something that everybody carried around with mm -hmm. them in their car because they plugged them into their phone, and then they plugged them into the auxiliary port in their car. Their iPod. Their iPod. Their Zoom. Whatever. Ooh. So that's our sponsor this week is Planned Obsolescence. Um, <clears throat> and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cheers to that actually. Oh, here, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Don't put here. Welcome to Loud Dispatch, hey. everybody. I know we probably peaked there. I apologize about that. I'm supposed to be running sound, and I'm doing a terrible job. That's here. okay. Um, but uh, welcome. Uh, I'm your host Cheech with uh your other host Mark. Me. Uh. Mark, why don't you introduce us? Go ahead. Hi, uh, welcome to Loud Dispatch. You're here with Cheech and Mark, your host. Oh my! And uh, we are ready to party with you. Let's get bugging drunk. That is correct. Uh, Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. That's right. We're gonna have a cookout a little bit Ooh. later on. Uh, may take some footage. May not. I don't know. Cooking, grilling is an art form. Might be a podcast. Uh, however, this is episode eight, uh, and today. Okay. Today we had uh, we actually talked about this earlier in the week, and uh, what we wanted to do is we have some notes here. Where yeah, we he wanted to make notes, <laughs> dude. I I went all out this week. All right, I I made notes. We got stuff going on. We got stuff planned. Uh, so episode eight, we we were going to talk about some. Mark is wearing a kilt. Yeah, I think it's the first time Cheech has ever sat next to somebody wearing a skirt. A guy wearing a skirt. No, it's not. The I mean, skirt that kills me, it's the, it's the, um, Commando, I'm full kiltman. We, oh, no, you can't say it anyways. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> um, so, All right, so, yeah, so on to episode eight. So on to episode eight. So episode eight this week, uh, is actually going to be about, uh, celebrities out of Pittsburgh and out of Pennsylvania in general. Uh, We're going to have some fun with them. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk a little bit about them because some of them, you know, most of them are very well known. Some of them, you know, are not as well known, but you'll be like, oh, wow, that's who that was. Um, so first up on the list that I have here, <clears throat> here we go. I have Jimmy Stewart because oh, he's an old timey actor. Yes. Jimmy Stewart is probably one of my favorite actors of all times. Uh James Stewart is just, he was in A Wonderful Life. He was an actor on Broadway. He was a choreographer. He could sing, dance. We missed a note. Academy Award winning actor. Yeah, he was an Academy yes. Award winning actor. I mean, this dude is just an incredible, incredible actor. 
Um, and I can't even tell you, like, just a, a good person in general, you know, like. I got to be honest. I don't know much about Jimmy Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched. I've seen It's a Wonderful Life, but I've never seen it in its full entirety. I've always seen parts of it to oh, the point man. where it's got to be. I've seen the complete movie. I just don't know if I've seen it all in one. It's a tearjerker, man. It, I, it's I know. It's a tearjerker. I know. And it I hate is. movies that I feel bad for the actors. Like uh, Meet, oh, yeah. the, Meet the Parents. Yeah made me feel so fucking bad for greg Parker. i'm sorry like i was watching it thinking this guy has to be able to stop this i have nipples too greg can you milk <laughs> can you milk me nipples but like <laughs> so when we talk about film noir right and like old school vintage film it was very 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 much about like overacting that's why when you watch black and white movies they overacted so much and it was very, very intense. And like now it's like kind of bourgeois to act that way. Drama acting. You drama know? Drama acting, acting. Exactly. Soap opera acting. You didn't have the effects we have today, so you had to invoke emotion differently. You couldn't just yeah. scare people with explosions and gory sights, you know. You had to actually make people feel scared through voice and through facial expression and right you know sound and yeah yeah so you know so but anyway jimmy stewart is a personality from pittsburgh he's born and raised here and uh we are happy to have him mm-hmm. as one of them. uh the next one i think everybody knows uh mr fred rogers my boy uh look i can't speak highly fred. enough about this yeah one for fred cheers to that cheers we're not getting into your butt thing yet with the cheersing oh no Bible. yeah we will leave that alone yeah no, there's no fun <laughs> <laughs> um, especially when i'm wearing a kilt let's not get yeah, into it not, I mean, just, so so okay so fred rogers uh is best known for you know being a television personality uh but what a lot of people don't know is that this man went to congress and oh, yeah. actually raised money like government funding for children's programming because he realized that there were so many underprivileged children that didn't get any kind of education that the 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 only thing they had was the few channels on the television that there were well and not only that but education isn't just numbers and letters and english language or or whatever language you're you know it's about learning how to accept your emotions and work with them and i mean uh, a phenomenal human being. He was a minister, yeah. an ordained minister. Yes. Uh, spent his life trying to make children learn how to accept pain and, and anguish and and the learn. feelings and emotions that they're going to experience in life. And it worked for adults. Yeah. I'll get chills thinking about him. I mean, he was the man. Yeah. He, um, I have a quick story about him. So when I was in film school, uh, my teacher was, I think I might have told this before. My, you and me talked about this before. Yeah, I don't think we did it on a podcast. My, uh, my, we were, we found out that Mr. Rogers has passed away and we were like all sitting in class. I was in film school at the time and it was like directing actors or something stupid, whatever, uh, cinematography or something. And um, we're all sitting in class and like, we're like, oh, did you know that he was like a sniper and like this and that and like, you know, he killed all these people and that's why he did the show and like 
because none of us really knew the background on Mr. We, Rogers. We like, thought he was a pedophile. And, like, we had we no would, idea. Similar like, story. I, like, I'll tell yeah. my after he's done, but yeah. Uh, long story short, so my instructor walks in, and she was so angry at the class for making these comments and talking about this that she kicked us all out, told us that we were all going to fail, never come back to class, don't worry about a thing, like, you're all done for the year, and we were just like, uh, we wound up getting an email with an apology, and like, you know, all this BS, but like, we had no, in the next class, we had an entire class on Mr. Rogers, yeah. and like, learned about it, and he is just like, a philanthropist, like he, like, amazing human being. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had the same idea. We always thought he was a pedophile of some kind. You know, well, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm talking, we're 10, 11, 12, you know, before we even knew what the hell it was. Yeah. And, um, you know, my dad had met him once on the street, uh, just happened across him. And, uh, my dad came in during this conversation and he flipped shit and he, <laughs> he told us, he told us what Mr. Rogers was like and grounded. I think we got grounded. Um, I mean, Mr. Yeah. Rogers was an incredible, I mean, there is not a human being to walk this earth as generous and caring and empathetic as Fred Rogers. Yeah, we can really go on and on. And yeah, he, him, but he'll like, have his own one day, own podcast. Yeah, we'll go visit, you know, well, maybe we'll find. So the, the whole sniper thing comes in, though. Um, he was not in any way in the military. Bob Ross, although was a drill sergeant. <laughs> before before his painting show so if you can imagine mr happy trees happy squirrel running oh, uh you know God. pretty little content rock telling you how much of a maggot fuck you are <laughs> when you're doing push-ups i just you know that blows my mind he, and that's proven he really was a drill sergeant but yeah now fred rogers was always the most if you have not seen his movie with tom hanks in it um a beautiful day in the neighborhood you got to see it yeah it'll give you a true understanding of how fred rogers was as a human being yeah and it doesn't even do it justice but that's again we'll we'll come back to that another time yeah yeah because yeah. I, I mean i got like a semi chuff right now over we, him and we need to move on we have a ton of, of people here um gene kelly uh are you familiar with gene i kelly? know gene kelly although i don't know much of gene kelly's work but. so so Gene Kelly is most notably known for Singing in the Rain and like a lot of other stuff. He was an actor, director, choreographer, award winner. Um, and actually, he was such a talented dancer and choreographer uh, and singer that Pittsburgh has a thing called the Gene Kelly Awards, mm -hmm. where high school musicals compete. That's to, where I remember it. Yes, because mm -hmm. uh, uh, we were up for a Gene Kelly at one point. Right? Yes. South Park High School. Go Eagles. Kidding. Not to uh, kidding. I, I don't want to uh, offend anybody, but uh, Steel Valley was up for several all the years that I was in high school, and I was in all of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But well, you know, we're not we're not saying anything. Hey, wait, let me get you there. <laughs> oh, thanks, 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 buddy, thanks, thanks. Vulgar <laughs> but fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. But we we do that on the show. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Yay. Okay. So moving on, I don't want everybody to think this is just like, you know, actors and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the celebs. We got all kinds of crazy stuff. And like people that should have made the list that we didn't even add to this. If we missed any, um, let me know. I'm going to give a quick shout out to let some local ones that like are famous. The other Ed Piscor um, is yeah, cousin. 
my cousin, uh, and I love the man to death. He is the most amazing comic book artist. He wrote the Hip Hop Family Trees. Uh, he's done Marvel Grand Design. Like he's a huge celebrity and lives up the block from me. And he, I love him to death. We grew up together. You know we'll get I mean? him on soon too. Yeah. Um, I have a buddy, uh, Chris Prexta, who, if you know who Pittsburgh Dad is, and everybody in the world oh, yeah. pretty much knows, Chris Prexta is went to. I went to high school with him. He started off with uh, Captain Blasto. He had a show on the Sci-Fi Network. That is while. Pittsburgh Dad, Chris Prexta. No, no okay, Kurt okay. Wooten is actually okay. is, is Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Dad. Dad. But Chris Prexta is the guy that shoots See, it. To me, he has Dad. no real name. Yeah, I Pittsburgh know. Dad. I know. It's Pittsburgh Dad. Yeah. Pretty much everybody. But his name is Kurt Wooten, and he starred in a lot of like Chris's movies that he did. Okay. A lot of his sci-fi shows. Um, and another one is uh, Mike Hitt. Uh, he's a great producer. He runs Middle Class Millionaires here in Pittsburgh, which is a recording studio. He's done major, major stuff and is such a positive person. Um, our buddy Holtz has a screen print company called, you know, uh, I would say he's famous. Like this is probably one of the most good looking guys you'll see. And he's a fireman. He has a screen print company and every tweet he makes or posts on Instagram is hilarious. Mm. I want to point out Twaxitiris. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, look up Twaxitiris. He does some of the most beautiful rolling jobs I've ever seen in my life. I mean, and um, we'll get into that. We'll in get into that. In, like, in the next my episode. brother is one of the best nature photographies I've ever seen. Yeah. We'll bring him in. Yeah. On another story, my dad. I like, like I said, I grew up in art. My dad was a forty-year graphic designer. We'll bring him in for something later on, you know, or we'll go to him. Yeah. Maybe. But all right. So anyway, moving yeah, on. let's keep going. All right. Oh, so I, wait, before we move on, yes. I do want to point something out because I'll forget later. Um, please, if you like what we're doing, like it, follow it, subscribe, share it. We would love for you to share it. Um, or even do one of those things. Any one of those things. We, have, uh, we want to boost our, our um, sphere of influence here a little bit. We need your help. Uh, we need I can't your share help. anything anymore to my friends. Otherwise, they're going to kill me and not be friends with me. So I need help. Right. Uh, send out, you know, let people know. Spread the word. Share it. Like it. Subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube at Loud Dispatch. Uh, Instagram is Loud Dispatch Podcast. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give a firm handshake to our third follower on Loud Dispatch Podcast. <laughs> Luckily, we do this because we love to have, hang out and have fun. It's true. It's, it's not true. about money or followers, but we would like to reach more people and see if we're any good. Our wives and children are upstairs playing in the pool, so yeah. we're like, we're, we've got some time here to kill. Do. Okay, um, now let's go ahead. All right, next one. Thank you. Joe Montana. Uh, Hey, Joe. Remember, remember Joe Montana? Fucking right. Uh, best known for uh, quarterback his NFL. 49ers. Exactly. 16 years. Four Super Bowls or three? I can't remember. Wikipedia said four. So, Did I'm they sure. say four? Okay, so he has four. He has four. And then Steve Young got the fifth one, which made them five. Okay. Right. right. All right. In 2006, uh, Sports Illustrated actually ranked him as the number one clutch QB of all time. Yeah. Which I think you know, is warranted. Um, now, he's from Ringgold. Correct. He's from yes. yep. uh, Finleyville area, Mon Valley, Ringgold High School. Uh, grew up with a lot of people that went to Ringgold. I grew up in the, you know, neighborhood next door. So. Sorry, I'm playing with stuff. No, playing with stuff. Just, I can't hear because, what you sound like. Yeah, I know. But to I me, can't. it sounds funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> so moving right along, yep. um, 
Do you remember Michael Keaton? Do I remember Michael Keaton? Keaton. Beetlejuice was my favorite freaking movie. And if you watch, I see a Batman on the notes too. If you watch the first Batman, there's a scene where he's standing by a fireplace in the girl's apartment, Nicole Kidman or whatever, and he gets this Beetlejuice tone to him. Mm -hmm. He says to the Joker, you want some? I forget what he says, but it's something like, you want some? Go get some. And it's Beetlejuice to a T. One of my favorite lines in Beetlejuice is I Nice fucking model, Hong Kong. <laughs> and where he grabs his dick. And like, it's, it's the funniest shit. They're doing like, a sequel. Are they? They're doing a sequel. I, don't know how I love when he spits in his jacket and puts it down. He spits in his like. Yeah. And he says, we'll save that for later. Zagnut, too. Just having a Zagnut in your movie is fucked up. Not only that, but like, this is somebody who has carried a career for a very long time. Uh, oh, yeah. To. In 2014, he actually won an Academy Award for Best Picture for uh, Birdman. Oh, which I never saw. I'd like to see Birdman. It's incredible. incredible. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. I know he was nominated, but I don't know if he won Best Actor for that or not. Uh, but he was incredible. In it. I mean, okay. he won so many awards. So you're talking about a span of a career. You figure Bat- the, the Batman that he was in was in 96. It, and he does be on that, right? He's got to be older than that. He does. So that's what I'm saying. I remember my parents buying the first Batman movie. They yeah. told us it was some stupid, like, I don't know, Lion King or whatever was out that time. And, and we're watching the VHS tape, and it comes on in that opening sequence of the bat symbol and everything. And I yeah. remember shitting my pants. Like, oh, they bought us this? I remember I remember getting the 45 of, like, the Batman soundtrack. And on the other side of the 45, because it was a single, on the other side of the 45 was a Prince song that he did for the soundtrack. Oh, and yeah. there was a bunch of swearing in it, and like my parents were like, "This can't happen!" Like, <laughs> like it was hilarious. But I, I listened to it anyway when I went around. Like, eh, my dad always had a rule: you can watch and listen to anything you want, but you don't swear around me until you're 18. Ooh, right. And I was like, "Okay, that's fair," you know. And so I had the same How rule with my kids. Were you, what were you, 12? Uh, yeah, twelve ish. So you know. Like six years. But like I was watching Terminator Two. Like my dad, fair we were fair. raised as mature kids. You can watch this stuff as long as you understand that it's fake and that you don't swear or act like it. Right. And so you know, uh, as soon as I turned eighteen, I was like, "What the fuck's up, Dad? Woo!" You know. And he was like, "He was like, oh shit." Yeah, I think he still yelled at me, but you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. So let's let's keep moving. Um, yeah, moving along. Another football great, Dan Moreno, as you have it, or Marino, yeah. <laughs> actually spelled pronounced M A R I N O. I'm 99.9 percent sure. Well, you're but I like Moreno. I mean, that's kind of cool. Mark, it was five o'clock in the morning. You, <laughs> no, you know what? It's cool. I wasn't even remotely awake yet. Uh, but yeah, so Dan Moreno, Moreno was a very famous quarterback, probably one of the best in the of all time. Yeah, uh, ironically enough, do you know that Dan Marino has never won a Super Bowl? I did not know that. He never won a Super Bowl. He made it to one uh, and got very close a bunch of times. And that's what's ironic. Dan Marino is one of those. He was probably one of the – he was the fastest release you've ever seen on a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the way he, he – when he pulled the ball back and he threw it forward, you didn't even know that it was a split second of time. And he was very accurate. He was a very good athlete and leader, but he just never quite had the full team. 
And it's one of those things I wish that Dan Marino had won a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. But yes, uh, South Catholic raised in, in Pittsburgh. Went to, went to Central Catholic, Ooh, the one in um, yeah. Oakland. And then uh, and then he played for Pitt. And then he went on to the Miami Dolphins and did his career at the Dolphins. And uh, he was an incredible quarterback. Yeah. Yep. And so, he was in the Ace Ventura movie. Yeah. I was just, you got to know that. <laughs> Laces out, Finkle. <laughs> anyway. Moving Finkel on. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one, uh, some of you may know, some of you may not. Uh, this is Perry Como. Perry Como is like one of those old-time crooners with the Frank Sinatra Rat Pack kind of crew there. Ooh, yeah. uh, and really like amazing crooner. Uh, he was a singer, actor, songwriter, uh, wrote a ton of songs and even into like 2000 was still writing songs. This is one of my grandmother's like favorite artists. That's like, <laughs> that, that's fine. That's fine. You gotta hold this table's yeah. not fastened yet, so. Yeah, we're still working out the kinks. It's yeah, a, there's a little it's, kinks. It's, it's a work in progress. There's nothing wrong with we'll kinks, everybody, we'll just that. so you know. Nothing we'll wrong with kinks. Um, Let your freak flag fly. But yeah, oh, so I, I figure we, we, we give Perry Como like, he needs to be known, like recognized. Oh, yeah. Go. I barely know him, but I know who he is and that he's very important. Oh, look him up. Oh, my God. What are we looking at? The list? No, no, Perry Tillman. Oh, I'm saying oh. look him up. <laughs> I was going to say your list is pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah. The next one on here, uh, Christina Aguilera. Um, we're not even going to touch this one because no. everybody knows who X is. Yes. Let's, yes. Let's, but let me say this. She has probably got one of the most beautiful natural voices ever. I will agree with her. Her ability to wail is in freaking insane. Yeah. So, okay. I, uh, That's all I need to say is. I agree. And whether she gains weight, thick, thin, she still looks great. You know what I mean? I, I, I liked her when she went through her thick stages. Mm. Anyways. So, uh, Dennis Miller. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, I didn't respond to any of that. You should have. I, I mean. I, I think she has an outstanding voice, and I will give her that. Um, <laughs> so, age of Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. I used to have a big crush on Britney Spears, but as I got older, I realized Christina is sane and naturally beautiful and naturally a great singer. Yeah. Britney yeah. Spears, not taking anything away from her, she had a great pop career. I don't know There's if a, she was Christina Aguilera's a lot level. auto tune there. Well, yeah. yeah. And I mean, when you freak out and shave your head, that kind of destroys everything for me. But, well, yeah. yeah. So, Christina Aguilera, you're my girl. You're my second girl. My, my baby's my girl. So, so let's right. move on down the list here. Again, we're we're talking about like Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania, like born actors and like celebrities, right? So next one on our list is Dennis Miller. He's a comedian. Uh, some of you know him. He's a comedian, actor, TV host. Uh, I see Joe Dirt on there. What was he? He was in Joe Dirt. He was in Bordello of Blood. Well, well uh, who was he in Joe Dirt? Because I don't know this guy. You know what? I don't even remember. Uh, let's look him up. What the hell? We're we're right well, here. Christopher Walken was in Joe Dirt. Oh what yeah, let me do it on my phone. Yes, we don't. Yeah, you know, technology here. You know. Christ. Go ahead. Um, look him up. Look him up. Who are you playing, Joe Dirt? Dennis Miller. Nope. Comedian. That was like eight different searches all joined together. Hang on, let me get rid yeah. of new monster no. flavor. Dennis Miller. I don't think that's going to bring anything up. 
Oh, he was a radio host. Yeah. I can does, tell you just from looking at him. Yeah. As a radio he host. He does a lot of like political jokes. Like, the, the, I know. Who, as soon as I saw his picture, I knew who he was. I'm yeah. a face guy, not a name guy. Yeah. He's kind of like Anthony, Anthony Jeselnik, but political. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik, another Pittsburgh uh, comedian who has made it big. Um, you know, is what it is. Uh, so moving along, uh, the next one's kind of an obvious one, but we're going to name him anyway because he's worth noting. Andy Warhol. Andy motherfucking Warhol. Andy Warhol, yeah. Actually, um, Andy Warhola was his real name, strange. and he had it shortened to Warhol. Hmm. You know, I went to high school with one of his nephews, who was a Warhola, so that's how I know that he was actually related to Warhol. So I'm going to take the lead on this one. You're hearing that first. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the lead. On. So um, we had actually this whole podcast stemmed off of the point of Andy Warhol. This concept came from talking about Andy Warhol and. Um, probably one of the most famous artists in the world, not let alone famous Pittsburgh celebrities. Which is funny because he's like most famous for the Campbell soup can, which is like the most basic design, but like so homely. So there were purposes to his work. And mm -hmm. we will also do Andy Warhol in a whole nother, um, because we'll go to his gravesite. I know where his gravesite is. It's in Bethel Park and stuff. Um, they had the cans of Campbell soup on it and stuff. It is camera, so we can't do anything crazy. But um, yeah. So Andy Warhol, the point of his art, his overall point was to desensitize the public to things. So for him in his early work, he did a lot of skulls. And one of the reasons why he did a lot of skulls and images of death is because he had a fear of death. Yeah. And he knew that the best way to get over this was to desensitize himself. So he spent, you know, years, decades. Uh, pictures of death and skulls and, and a lot of his stuff revolved around death so that he could desensitize himself. And then he started to, his goal was to desensitize the public to celebrity. Yeah. And that's why yeah. you see a lot of the Marilyn Monroe and a lot of these celebrity, multiple images, different colors. The point was the more you see it, the less you care about it. Um, right. I know this a lot because of gun. I'm a gun culture guy. And one of the things with gun culture is if we could desensitize the public to caring people they're not going to care as much. Right. So I get that. I understand his point. Um, so Andy Warhol was born in Pittsburgh, um, mm -hmm. died. I think he died in LA or something. He, he was not here at the end of his life, but yeah. uh, he is buried in Bethel Park. Um, we'll go to his site sometime and do a whole episode on Warhol. We'll go to the museum. Um, I've had an extensive tour of the museum. Favorite artwork from Andy Warhol. Mine personally is what's called the Ghost Pissers. And it's it's a giant sheet of copper that's hanging up at the Warhol Museum. And it's got five oxidation stains. And there are five celebrities, big name celebrities, who have peed on this copper. And whatever they ate, it oxidized differently. Mm -hmm. This, nobody knows which, who even peed, let alone which one's who, uh, except for Andy and the people that peed. So, uh, but it's definitely one of the coolest concepts I've ever thought of in art, it, the ghost pissers. It's really one of my favorite things. You know what? We're going to move on. Mm. I love Andy Warhol, guys. Yeah. So. I, I, I don't I think do you need to add anything, there's, right? There's a, there's a lot. The only other thing that I would like to bring up is that the movie Clockwork, A Clockwork Orange. If you've ever seen it. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a very well-known movie. Yeah. Uh, Andy Warhol actually bought the rights to that movie and made the entire film in three cuts. Uh, that which, actual movie we watch, or I thought that was uh, who directed no, it? No, 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 no. Oh, so Not he redid it. He somebody okay. else bought the rights and redid it. But the one that you actually watch, like Stanley one, Kubrick, that's it. It's Stanley Kubrick. Thank you. But the one that you actually like that he made is played at the Warhol Museum here in Pittsburgh every now and again. There's a whole floor of his video stuff. He did yeah. McDonald's commercial, like accidental McDonald's commercials Tons that they've used. Stuff. Yeah. Tons okay. Anyways, we'll do him a whole. But so Andy Warhol yeah. is a probably the most famous celebrity we're going to talk about here. Yeah. As far as like art and like Pittsburgh. Art. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so moving right along, uh, we had like Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban is a Pittsburgh guy. Uh, he's best yep. known for being an entrepreneur, TV personality. Uh, what did he make? He made. He's the owner of. Well, first off, he's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. No, um, yeah. He made his company. He made his money in a software company. Yeah, but he sold something famous. What was it? Yeah. Well, PayPal. He, PayPal. He did. He was part of the design of PayPal, and he sold them. Right. That's where his billions came from. He actually started this Micro Solutions, and that's what started the million. Okay. Micro Solutions was something that was sold to clients uh, across like America, and then we went to like, you know, he started like these other software companies and started investing, and really made a name for himself, buying companies, building them up, and then selling them. Which is why um, he's on Shark Tank. Correct. Yeah. That's exactly right. Which is where his TV, you know, personality comes from. Yeah. Um, so moving on down the line here, uh, we have Jeff Goldblum. Ooh, he's creepy. Jeff Goldblum. I, I love that dude. Oh, I, yeah. I don't, I don't really care what anybody has you to know, say about him. One of my favorite roles of his is uh, the Grandmaster <laughs> in Thor uh, Ragnarok. I mean... What an awesome character, especially when he gets out at the end and he's like, uh, you guys uh, you couldn't have your revolution without me. Bro, the fly. And the <laughs> oh, the fly was great. Oh, no. I mean, they're both great, but I have to be honest. Yeah. The character he plays, he gave up, like, so in Jurassic Park, he's playing this character and it's less of him and more of the character. But in the as he gets older, you see more of his personality in the character. Yeah. And that's what I'm liking because he is such a weird fucking dude. Yeah. yeah. I got a friend who's really yeah. good friends with him that lives out in California. Maybe, maybe we can get him on someday. But I doubt that. I really highly doubt that. We'd need a we need more than this setup. Absolutely. I don't think Jeff Goldblum's gonna split this. Oh, We're touching. We're literally touching. As size. long as you're wearing the kilt, he'll do it. He'll do it. <laughs> I'll take the kilt off. All right, so we're moving right along. I'll let you read this next one. Joe Maganello, because you can't pronounce it. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. Uh, he's an actor, TV personalities from Pittsburgh. Remember, um, he was, uh, uh, what's his name? It's in the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. He was uh, Flash. Yeah. That's the guy's name. Yeah, that's yes. where he started. Yes. Married yeah. to Sophia Vergara. <laughs> I just see you have that note on there. I do have that note just because I think that that's like more power to you, brother. One, she's beautiful, but two, she's got to be insane. Like, fun, fun, like, kind of insane. Not fun. only that, but like you put the two of them together, like Magic Mike, True Blood, Spider Man, like dude, these this is like a power couple. This is yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. Beyonce yeah. power couple, but like yeah. low key, you know what I mean? And again, from Pittsburgh. Uh, going on this list here, uh, we have George Romero and Tom Savini, and I put them in the same category. Uh, 
Oh. Because they're the yeah. They did a lot of work together. Yes, yeah. Tom Savini has his own school. He does his own stuff. Yes, I get that. But well, wait, wait. What you don't know is Tom Savini now has the school that is associated with George Romero School. George Romero. So okay. Little known fact: I went to Douglas Education Center, which is where Tom Savini has his special effects and makeup class. Okay. All right. Uh, and now their film school. Are you, which what are you looking for me to do? You want me to get closer? I see yeah. You. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll get closer. Oh my god. Um. So Tom Savini had his school at Douglas, and that his school, Tom Savini special effects and makeup, is what made Douglas put Douglas on the map. They're an international school now. Yeah. In Manhattan, PA. Yeah. George Romero, also from PA, mm-hmm. um, now has a film school there. Even though he he died shortly after they named the film school George Romero's film school, but now they both have schools in the same college. Yes. So they work together. Now I have met them both. Yes. Uh, George Romero, very old, didn't really care for my goofiness. <laughs> Tom Savini and me have some stories of <laughs> like uh, he came running. So after the whole Charlie Sheen winning Tiger's Blood crap. Uh, got real famous. I'm sitting in my office right outside of the school, the film school. Uh, you know, I'm teaching graphic and web design. And Tom Savini, this big fucking bobblehead comes running up. And it's it's fucking uh, Charlie Sheen bobblehead, right? And he runs past my door. And I'm like, okay. And, and weird shit happen all the time in the school, obviously, with Tom Savini's right. classes and stuff. And then he comes running back in. He pops his head in real quick. And he said, Mark, could you open this door for me? And I was like, I need to know who the fuck is in there first. You know, like, Um, I can't just let you into the school. So he rips off and said, there's Tom Savini. He's like, what do you think? I just made this last night. What do you think? And I'm laughing, man. It's this awesome giant bobblehead that you put on and it got springs on it. And and so, and like, I would always bum him smokes and stuff, you know, like he was such a funny guy. I'm glad you had a good experience with Tom Savini. A lot of people think he's an asshole. Uh, You got to bum cigarettes. That's it. Uh, I, don't even I sold him furniture once, too. I don't even care about that. Tom Savini and I uh, had a beef that I didn't even realize was a beef while I was in film school. But mm. We'll get into that in another episode. Okay. Um, but what's funny is, is that uh, George Romero, uh, when I was in film school, I had a friend uh, who used to house sit for George Romero. Oh yeah. So we would go to George's house and like watch all these movies because he was on all the. And he had all that cool shit. Oh my god, it was amazing. Anyway, so yeah, like. Well, one more thing then about the school is you walk around different areas of the school. There's like a giant predator costume, full size mm-hmm. predator. There's a giant full size alien. Um, what are they called? The aliens, the, you know, Sigourney Weaver. Anyways, yeah, they had a name for that alien. There's a full one mounted up and like coming at you as you can turn a corner. Oh yeah, really cool shit. Yeah, maybe we'll get out there. Maybe I'll be able to talk them into letting me out there, and and we'll talk to some of those students, and we'll do that whole art form of special effects and makeup. Yeah, they would yeah. love it. Those I dare kids it. love that shit. All right, anyways, we're going on. Yeah, so best known for zombies. <laughs> no, zombies. You missed the beat. <laughs> that B was there earlier. Was... <laughs> That's like the ketchup thing. <laughs> Darn right. Anyway, messing <laughs> with this. Um, so obviously we have to have Whiskey from Mac Miller. Um, Major hip hop Grammy winning artist. Yeah. Uh, and what's funny now Major is weed. that. <laughs> <laughs> well. I put weed on there because Wiz Khalifa actually has his own brand. Oh, does of, he? 
yeah. I, oh, could, yeah. I could believe that. I, oh, that. yeah. There's all types of Wiz Khalifa, like, you know, marijuana products out there and his own, like, weed strain. So, you know, kudos to this dude, like, straight out of Pittsburgh, <laughs> wrecking, the, wrecking the bird. They give him a key to Pittsburgh. <clears throat> and on the news thing, when he's accepting the keys, wearing a hat that says dope in big white letters on it. I love it. I know. Yeah, I'll let you one back. Uh, real quick, so I met Mac Miller once. Um, and nice guy. He introduced himself as Malcolm. Had no idea who he was. A few years later, really? uh, here comes Mac Miller on the scene. Is that what Mac is short for, Malcolm? Yeah, Malcolm okay. Miller. Uh, but when I met him, he introduced himself as I. It was Wiz Khalifa and Mac Miller at the same time. And so I met Mac, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Like, you know what I mean? I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> And the very next year, uh, <laughs> All in My Blood from Wiz Khalifa came out. And it's like, holy hell. And then Pittsburgh sounds, and you're like, who is this dude? And, like, and then Mac Miller dropped, and it was like, wait a second. That's, I met these guys. Well, yeah. Yeah. So just crazy. Moving on down the list here, we're going to get into some artists. Uh, like Joan Jett. Joan Jett is from the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. Grammy award-winning artist. I mean, you know, if you don't know who Joan Jett is, Google it. Google it. We're way too in the future for our podcast. Yeah, yeah. So keeping on (coughs) where we're at here, uh, we have uh, two known bands, Rustaboo and the Clark. I give it to Russell Root. Yeah. The Clarks, um, they were cool. They had like Penny on the Floor with a good song and stuff, but not my style of music. You know, I don't mind the Clarks. I went, I, you know, they were cool. Good to have any good band from Pittsburgh. Right? Yeah. They were cool until you meet them. Oh, the, yeah. They were the kind of people. So I met them at a show out in West Virginia, and they were the kind of people that, you know, are like, uh, way too good to talk to you and it's like you're playing a fucking college gymnasium dude you know what i mean like yeah we have a bigger following in new york than you do <laughs> like that's that's how i felt about the club but now russ and root russ and root on the other send me on my way yeah send me on my way anyway yeah so. uh, we're gonna keep on moving on because <laughs> i know we've been talking a lot here uh pink pink pink, pink was designed this one. yeah well, she's actually worked oh, with she, one of our favorite producers, uh, Butch Walker. Butch Walker. Right? I guess. Wrote a lot. Did you really? Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he wrote and produced a lot <laughs> of Pink's material. I can believe that. Um, which is crazy. If you don't know who Butch Walker is, just, you know what, pause this right now. Yeah. Do a Google search. Uh, watch some of the older stuff, like anything on the left the Marvelous Center, 3. Marvelous 3. Yeah. Uh, letters, like, you'll... It, amazing. Left he, of Self Center is probably my favorite album. And then look up his discography and the, the people that he's produced. And the producing is what will blow your mind. It'll blow your mind because one of the people that's actually on our list, I'm going to skip somebody before we get there because it makes Okay, sense. yeah, I see why. One of the people that Butch Walker's actually wrote with and wrote the song Shake It Off for was Taylor Swift, who is another person who grew up in Reading, PA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's a Pennsylvanian, Taylor Swift. And when Taylor Swift performed Shake It Off at the Grammys, it was funny because Butch Walker was on stage with him and everybody was like, who the hell is this dude with like a 
I just go beer on my feet. Party style. Oh, well. It's cool. You're wearing Crocs. Um, but like, <laughs> yeah, everybody was like, there's a whole bunch of regular people. Uh, but there, like, there were a whole back. bunch of people that were like, who is this dude with all these tattoos and like weird stuff and like blah, blah, blah. It was actually Butch Walker who had been famous for quite some time. Uh, and everybody had no idea who it was. It was kind of like whenever like Paul McCartney did the uh, like thing with Kanye West and everybody was like, oh, oh yeah. Kanye West is this this Paul McCartney guy. guy. He's gonna, like, Kanye is going to make him famous. He's going to make him famous. Like, <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. That, right. I mean, that blows yep. my mind. Kanye West is going to make Paul McCartney famous. Good job. Good Again? Job. Again, Again, right. Maybe with a new generation. I mean, he's probably the, one of the most famous musicians ever. So, um, we're going to skip around a little bit here. Yeah, we only have Let's, three left. Yeah, so the la- one of the ones that we have is Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. Uh, he's actually from the Pittsburgh area, and he was in the band group Sync, uh, the group NSYNC. Yeah, um, not the band, the group. Yeah. The group, the boy band. My wife the, would be very the, happy for that man. The man band. The man band. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's another like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, like, you know, type person. Um, another person is Trent Reznor. I did not know this. Trent Reznor is from uh, the Pennsylvania area. So Nine Inch um, Nails. Yeah. Very famous. Nine yeah. Inch Nails. Has so, like all the other good stuff. Uh, he's, he's got to win, want some Grammys, right? Like, I would think some of them might have hurt or had like a hole, but maybe not, you know. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. Uh, maybe not, but whatever. He's still great. He is. You don't need, it's like, it's like the Dan Marino of uh, music. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> still fucking great. great. You just got there. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter if you don't win. Like, no, fuck no. So we're going to end this one on somebody who I had no idea. He's actually from Philadelphia. Uh, and the person in that we're going to be talking about is Quest Love. Quest Love. Quest Love. I got to be honest, I don't know much. If you don't know You're much. You're more of a hip-hop guy he, than I am. He's the drummer for... Um, <laughs> he's the drummer for... Uh, Wow, like the Jimmy Fallon band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's also known for um He's done the albums roots. on his own, right? Questlove? He's, yeah, he's done albums on his own, but he's known for the being the drummer for the roots. Okay, okay. Um that's where I knew him, yes. Yeah, and he is the most incredible drummer you've ever seen. He wears these like heart like um things, they're like pins, you know what I mean? They light up and stuff. <laughs> Great dude, he's been on Sesame Street. Like, there's been mornings when I'm having <laughs> a breakfast, and like, I see Quest Love, and I'm like, what is he doing on Sesame Street? That's crazy. Um, so just all around good guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we as are most Pittsburghies, right? Pittsburghians, Pittsburghians, L- loudies, because you're all loudies, even though you don't know yet, right? <laughs> I guess I'm alone in this. But, uh, no, we're going with loudies. We're going with loudies. Everybody's loudies. Uh, so there I am again. You're still on the screen. You're just. You're I've done a much better job this time of staring at you. People. Yeah. Loudies. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to end this. We've yep. given you a whole bunch of like major celebrities. Now, our next <laughs> podcast, we were talking about 
local celebrities and some of the stuff that we've been through, um, which I think is going to be kind of fun for you guys. Um, I think so. Yeah, some of the people we've worked with that aren't known. We've uh, well. we've seen some stuff. Like we don't look as old as we are, and I know that we look like two guys sitting on a Dude, couch. Fuck you! I look a lot like, older than I am. <laughs> yo, in all honesty, <laughs> we have we have experienced things that like people our age, like oh yeah, yeah. like that people older than us would be like really, and be like yeah, that, that's yeah. Kind of, so uh, yeah, fun, yeah, I got a couple people you people want to talk to and make an agree with you on that one. Buy the ticket. Yeah, take the ride. So with that being said, uh, <laughs> final sign-off notes. Uh, we have a lot of people from Pittsburgh here. Don't think that just because where you're from means where you're going to be. That's not the case. You can yeah. be anything you want to be. Your I mean, city may not have a big art scene in the genre that you're in or the, the uh, art style that you're in, music or painting or whatever, photography. But you know what? Neither did we for music, but we just named five or six big musicians that uh yeah. you know and actors and artists i mean pittsburgh is not a major city we anymore. had a list of 22 people and like actually it's more than that and we named even more than that yep. in there too yep. and this is just to scratch the iceberg like yeah. you know what i mean so these are people you've probably heard of right don't think that like what you're doing isn't good enough if you like it chances are somebody else out there is going to like it as well you and you know what? Mean? If they don't, fuck them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> fuck them. You do it. it for you. Just like we do, do this for you. us, right? Exactly. This is something to do. We get together. We have a good time. We get fucked up. Yep. yep. We yep. get to talk to you loudies, all four or five of you. Okay. You know? And with that and we're said. We're happy as hell with it. We're going to go ahead. Mark, do you want to change some lights while we, uh, Ooh, because we haven't done that on the show? Yeah. And this will be tonight's Loud Dispatch. Ooh, good night, everybody. Look at that. And we'll go. see you on uh, episode, what, nine? Yep, we'll see you at nine, oh, probably about an hour. That's crazy.